Welcome to the Nonlinear Library, where we use text-to-speech software to convert the best writing from the rationalist and EA communities into audio. This is, What's the Backward-Forward Flop Ratio for Neural Networks? Published by Marius Hobhan on December 13, 2021 on the AI Alignment Forum. Summary. Classic settings, i.e. deep networks with convolutional layers and large batch sizes, almost always have backward-forward flop ratios close to 2 to 1. Depending on the following criteria we can encounter ratios between 1 to 1 and 3 to 1. Type of layer, passes through linear layers have as many flop as they use to do weight updates. Convolutional layers have many more flop for passes than for weight updates. Therefore, in CNNs, flop for weight updates basically play no role. Batch size, weights are updated after the gradients of the batch have been aggregated. Thus, flop for passes increase with batch size but stay constant for weight updates. Depth, the first layer has a backward-forward ratio of 1 to 1 while all others have 2 to 1. Therefore, the overall ratio is influenced by the fraction of flop in first versus flop in other layers. We assume the network is being optimized by stochastic gradient descent, W plus equals DW, and count the weight update as part of the backward pass. Other optimizers would imply different flop counts and could create ratios even larger than 3 to 1 for niche settings, see Appendix B. However, the ratio of 2 to 1 in the classic setting, C.1, should still hold even when you use momentum or atom. Compute intensity of the weight update. Most compute intensive layers. Backward-forward ratio. Large batch size or compute intensive convolutional layer. First layer. 1 to 1. Other layers. 2 to 1. Small batch size and no compute intensive convolutional layers. First layer. Other layers. 3 to 1. Introduction. As part of the parameter, compute and data trends in machine learning project we want to understand how many floating point operations, FLOP, backward pass takes relative to a forward passes for typical NN applications and which factors it depends on. We call this the backward forward flop ratio. In this post, we first provide a theoretical analysis of the ratio, and we then corroborate our findings empirically. Theory. To understand where the differences in ratios come from, we need to look at the classical equations of backpropagation. Let's start with a simple example, a neural network with two hidden layers. In this example, we have the following computations for forward and backward pass assuming linear layers with ReLU activations. The at symbols denote matrix multiplications. Operation. Computation. Flop forward. Computation. Flop backward. Delta 1 R equals DL slash the 2. Equals W2 at delta 2. DL slash DW2. Equals delta 2 at A1R. We separate the weight update from the individual layer since the update is done after aggregation, i.e. we first add all gradients coming from different batches and then multiply with the learning rate. From this table we see. Rel use and the loss function contribute a negligible amount of flop compared to layers. For the first layer, the backward-forward flop ratio is 1 to 1. For all other layers, the backward-forward flop ratio is 2 to 1, ignoring rel use. In equation form, the formula for the backward-forward flop ratio is backward, forward equals first layer forward flop plus two other layers forward flop plus weight update, first layer forward flop plus other layers forward flop. There are two considerations to see which terms dominate in this equation. How much of the computation happens in the first layer? How many operations does the weight update take compared to the computation in the layers? If the batch size is large or many parameters are shared, this term can be dismissed. Otherwise, it can be approximated as weight update first layer forward flop plus other layers forward flop. This leads us to four possible cases. Big weight update. Small weight update. 
First layer dominant. 2 first layer forward flop slash first layer forward flop equals 2 to 1. First layer forward flop slash first layer forward flop equals 1 to 1. Other layers dominant. 3 other layers forward flop slash other layers forward flop equals 3 to 1. 2 other layers forward flop slash other layers forward flop equals 2 to 1. The norm in modern machine learning is deep networks with large batch sizes, where our analysis predicts a ratio close to 2 to 1. In short, our theoretical analysis predicts that the backward-forward flop ratio will be between 1 to 1 and 3 to 1, with 2 to 1 being the typical case. Empirical results. To corroborate our analysis we use NVIDIA's Piproc profiler to audit the amount of flop in each layer during the backward and forward pass. In this section we will explore. The difference between the backward-forward ratio in the first and the rest of the layers. The difference between the weight update in convolutional and linear layers. The effect of a large batch size on the weight update. The effect of depth on the backward-forward ratio. The combined effects of batch size, convolutional layers and depth. In short, our empirical results confirm our theoretical findings. In a previous post, we tried to estimate utilization rates. As detailed in the previous post, the profiler does under and over counting. Thus, we believe some of the estimates are slightly off. We have tried to correct them as much as possible. In particular, we eliminate some operations which we believe are double counted, and we add the operations corresponding to multiplication by the learning rate which we believe are not counted in stochastic gradient descent. Backward and forward flop in the first and the rest of the layers. We can investigate this empirically by looking at a simple linear network, code and appendix. It results in the following flop counts. We can see that the first layer, red, has the same flop count for forward and backward pass while the other layers, blue, green, have a ratio of 2 to 1. The final weight update, yellow, is 2x the number of parameters of the network. Type of layer. The number of flop is different for different types of layers. As we can see, the number of flop for linear layers is 2x their number of parameters. For CNNs the number of flop is much higher than the number of parameters. This means that the final weight update is basically negligible for CNNs but relevant for linear networks. To show this empirically, we look at the profiler flop counts of a small CNN, code in appendix. Similar to the linear network, we can confirm that the backward-forward ratio for the first layer is 1 to 1 and that of all others 2 to 1. However, the number of flop in layers, red, blue, green, is much larger than for the weight update, yellow. Batch size. Gradients are aggregated before the weight update. Thus, the flop for weight update stays the same for different batch sizes, yellow, while the flop for all other operations scales with the batch size, blue, green, red. As a consequence, larger batch sizes make the flop from weight updates negligibly small. Depth. Depth, i.e. the number of layers only has an indirect influence. This stems from the fact that the first layer has a ratio of 1 to 1 while further layers have a ratio of 2 to 1. Thus, the true influence comes from flop in the first layer versus every other layer. To show this effect, we define a CNN with different numbers of intermediate conv layers, code and appendix. We find that the backward-forward starts significantly below 2 to 1 for 0 intermediate layers and converges towards 2 to 1 when increasing the number of intermediate layers. Most common deep learning CNN architectures are deep enough that the first layer shouldn't have a strong effect on the overall number of flop and thus the ratio should be close to 2 to 1. We have empirically tested this for multiple different types of resnets and batch sizes. We observe some diverge from the expected 2 to 1 ratio but we think that this is a result of the profiler undercounting certain operations. We have described problems with the profiler in the previous post. Backward-forward flop ratio in different architectures. Read the labels as architecture underscore batch size. 
Combining all above. There are interdependencies of batch size, type of layer and depth which we want to explore in the following. We compare the small CNN and a linear network that were already used before with a network we call OneNet, code in appendix. OneNet has only one input neuron and a larger second and third layer. Thus, the ratio between the first and other layers is very small and we can see that the theoretical maximum for the backward-forward ratio of 3 to 1 can be observed in practice. Furthermore, we look at exponentially increasing batch sizes for all three architectures. In the case of linear networks, i.e. linear net and one net, the ratio decreases with increasing batch size since the influence of the weight update is reduced. In the case of the CNN, the flop count is completely dominated by layers and the weight update is negligible. This effect is so strong that no change can be observed in the figure. We see that linear net converges to a backward-forward ratio of 1 to 1 for larger batch sizes while one net converges to 2 to 1. This is because nearly all weights of linear net are in the first layer and nearly all weights of one net in the other layers. Conclusion. We have reason that the backward-forward flop ratio in neural networks will typically be between 1 to 1 and 3 to 1, and most often close to 2 to 1. The ratio depends on the batch size, how much computation happens in the first layer versus the others, the degree of parameter sharing and the batch size. We have confirmed this in practice. However, we have used a profiler with some problems, so we cannot completely rule out a mistake. Acknowledgements. The experiments have been conducted by Marius Haban. The text was written by M.H. and Jamie Sevilla. Lennart Heim helped greatly with discussion and support. We also thank Danny Hernandez and Girish Sastry for discussion. Appendix A. Code for all networks. Def forward self, x, x equals torch dot flatten x, 1, hash flatten all dimensions except batch x equals f dot reloose self dot fc 1x, x equals f dot reloose self dot fc 2x, x equals self dot fc 3x return x. Hash linear network with just one input but larger intermediate layers class 1 net nn dot module, def underscore init underscore self, super underscore init underscore, self.fc1 equals nn.linear1, 4096, self.fc2 equals nn.linear4096, 128, self.fc3 equals nn.linear128, 10. Def forward self, x, x equals torch.flatten x, 1, hash flatten all dimensions except batch x equals f.reloose self.fc1x, x equals f.reloose self.fc2x, x equals self.fc3x return x. Hash small can net class can net nn dot module. Def underscore init underscore self, super can net, self underscore init underscore, self dot conv1 equals nn dot conv2d3, 32, kernel underscore size equals 7, stride equals 2, padding equals 3, bias equals false, self dot relu equals nn dot relu in place equals true, self dot max pool equals nn dot max pool 2d kernel underscore size equals 3, stride equals 2, Padding equals 1, self.can2 equals nn.can2d32, 64, kernel underscore size equals 7, stride equals 2, padding equals 3, bias equals false, self.of pull equals nn.adaptive of pull 2d1, 1, self.fc1 equals nn.linear64, 10. Def forward self, x, x equals self.maxpool self.relu self.convoin.x x equals self dot max pool self dot reloose self dot conf 2x, x equals self dot of pool x x equals torch dot flatten x, 1, hash flatten all dimensions except batch x equals self dot fc 1x return x. Hash can net with different sizes for intermediate layers class deeper can net nn dot module. 
def underscore in it underscore self, super deeper convnet, self underscore in it underscore, self dot first underscore layer equals nn dot sequential nn dot conv 2d3, 32, kernel underscore size equals 7, stride equals 2, padding equals 3, bias equals false, nn dot relu in place equals true, nn dot max pull 2d kernel underscore size equals 3, stride equals 2, Self dot conv underscore layer equals n and dot sequential and n dot conv two d thirty two thirty two kernel underscore size equals three stride equals one padding equals one bias equals false and n dot relu in place equals true self dot relu equals n n dot relu in place equals true self dot max pool equals n n dot max pool two d kernel underscore size equals three stride equals two padding equals one self.conv equals nn.conv2d32, 64, kernel underscore size equals 7, stride equals 2, padding equals 3, bias equals false, self.of pull equals nn.adaptive of pull 2d1, 1, self.fc1 equals nn.linear64, 10. Def forward self, x, x equals self.first underscore layer x for i in range 100. X equals self dot conv underscore layer x x equals self dot relu self dot x x equals self dot of bool x x equals torch dot flatten x one hash flatten all dimensions except batch x equals self dot fc one x return x appendix b using other optimizers through this post we have assumed stochastic gradient descent SGD for the weight update SGD involves multiplying the gradient by a learning rate and adding the result to the current weights that is. It requires two flop per parameter. Other optimizers require some extra work. For example, consider adaptive moment estimation, Adam. Adam's parameter update is given by. For a total of 3 plus 4 plus 3 plus 3 plus 5 equals 18 flop per parameter. In any case, the choice of optimizer affects only the weight update and the amount of flop is proportional to the number of parameters. Since batch sizes are typically large, the difference will be small and won't affect the backward-forward ratio much. Thanks for listening. To help us out with the nonlinear library or to learn more, please visit nonlinear.org.